Hey, hey, friend. I hope that you had a good weekend. Welcome to episode 81. And we're going to talk about being overwhelmed as a homeschool mom. Let me know. Does this sound a little familiar to you? The feeling of always thinking that you're behind. Even if you get everywhere that you need to be in your mind, you are feeling frantic about all of the things. You've got homeschool, you have all of this home management type of things, not just the cleaning of the house, but the getting everybody everywhere they need to get to. There's also all of the meals, but wait, the food has to get into the house some way, right? I mean, even if you use something like Instant Cart, somebody has to order the food. Someone has to figure out even what needs to be ordered. And then we also have commitments with our family members, with friends. There's birthday parties. There's just barbecues. There's times just to get together. Then we have church. We have our regular going to church. Maybe your church has extra different clubs and different things that your kids are involved in. Maybe there's a women's ministry you're involved in, Bible studies. And then we have our kids' activities. Even if they're not involved in a lot, there's still maybe some games and some practices. There might be clubs that are that they're involved in. Then there's appointments. I mean, every six months, we all head to the dentist. And oh wait, <laughs> you also homeschool. So you are 100% in charge of and responsible for the education of your children. Whether that is one child, three children, five children, 10 children, 15 children, however many, there's still, again, even if it's just one, that's just a lot to take on and to think of, especially when most people don't even think about that. If they don't homeschool, they just send their kid on the bus and they don't have to worry about that. But you, mama, as a homeschool mom, there is just so much in your mind on your to-do list. And like I said, you just kind of feel a little bit always behind. You might get your kids everywhere they need to get to. You might need to get everywhere you get to. Everybody gets home at the end of the day. Everybody gets to bed, but just overall, you're feeling overwhelmed. Today, I want to talk to you about the fact that the solution to that overwhelmed feeling is within reach because I'm sorry to say, but mama, you are the problem. Let's solve that right now. Welcome to the Little by Little Homeschool Podcast, where you can get out of survival mode, feel confident in your homeschool decisions, and gain peace in your heart and home. I know that when we plant our feet firmly in this season of life and embrace our homeschooling, motherhood, and homemaking, we will thrive. I truly believe that we can do this from a place of peace and joy, all while growing a ton of contentment. And while we're at it, Mama, let's deepen those relationships with our children and love these years we get to pour into them. If you're ready to create beauty, seek simplicity, and live intentionally, Homeschool Mama, then close out that lesson book, let the kids go play, and let's have an authentic conversation. We are into another homeschool year, and you are starting out, and maybe you feel a little bit of excitement, a little bit of nervousness but you're noticing some signs. You're noticing that your kids are not excited about this homeschool thing, and, and but maybe they are a little excited. However, you're seeing that excitement kind of fade pretty quick when you're just presenting them with more and more worksheets, busy work. You have this book for history, this book for science. Oh wait, and there's different ones. You have this kiddo has this science book and that kiddo has that science book. 
And what you have done at home is that you have recreated the classroom, the classroom that you spent kindergarten through 12th grade going to that same classroom that left you with a lack of excitement for learning. Education isn't something that you think positively about. And I know this because I have experienced the same exact thing. For the first five years of our homeschool, I recreated the classroom at home. That school classroom, the one that in the brick and mortar school down the street, the one that I spent hours upon hours upon hours in, and you are doing the same thing at home because do you know why? You don't know that there's another way. You haven't experienced the freedom. You haven't had someone say to you, stop what you're doing because you can do it a different way. Let's stop the path that you're on just right now. Like we're going to put the brakes on. And we're going to create an atmosphere, an education, learning environment that your family is going to thrive in and one that is going to create just ripple effects from your children to their children to your great-grandchildren and but also just right now here to those that are around you, to other families when they start to say, huh, they're doing something a little bit differently. So from those first five years, I really faltered. My mind was so stuck in the fact that I thought education had to occur a certain way. And once I found that freedom, it took me a little while. I staggered here and there. But when I found that freedom, I was like, I have got to free other homeschool moms. I have got to spend some time pouring into them. And I am so thankful that the Lord has allowed me to do such a thing. And the result of my pivot from those five years, it was a long pivot. And I'm going to give you this pivot. You don't have to figure it out on your own. It is all in Clarify Your Homeschool. I'm going to share with you the good, the bad, the ugly. And I have formed a step-by-step system to help you break free from the system of doing school at home. So this system that I've created, you're like, well, that kind of sounds like an oxymoron right there. So I've created a system, a step-by-step. We're going to focus on certain areas so that you are not held down. You are not held back by a system that is just so ingrained in you. And over and over again, the moms that have gone through Clarify Your Homeschool have confirmed to me that this course gives you the freedom that takes most of us homeschool moms years and years to learn. And some of us, we don't figure it out until the end, or possibly it's too late and we've lost our kids to the fact that they despise school and they never want to learn from education. They don't, they don't want to continue learning. Don't make that same mistake. I know exactly how you're feeling right now. And that was me years ago. And so what I want you to do, friend, is I want you to join Clarify Your Homeschool and I want you to make that pivot I want you to experience that freedom and I want to show, I want you to be able to show your kids that there is a different way and that learning is something that we do as a lifetime. And when they're children, this is when it is formed and when it begins. So head over to clarifyyourhomeschool.com for all the details. You can scroll all the way to the bottom of that page and there are a couple different options for payment plans. If that's something that you need to do, absolutely go for it. There is one payment plan that allows for you to, it's less than $100 a month. 
So go ahead and check that out. Take advantage of that if that's what you need, but clarifyyourhomeschool.com. And now let's dive into the, to today's topics. So overwhelmed, busy and overwhelmed really do go together. And busy in our culture is worn as a badge of honor among moms, right? To me, though, it actually saddens me when I hear another mom describing all the things that they do, all the things that their kids are involved in, and how they are overwhelmed by it. Now, yes, some moms actually thrive on tons of activities and what a lot of us would consider being overwhelmed. I'm not talking about them. I feel like they probably are the rarity. Most of us are overwhelmed by just all the things that we have committed to, and we have the education as well. But most of us do not thrive in that type of atmosphere and that type of lifestyle. Most of us are just in survival mode. And how sad is it to go through life just in survival mode? There is so much out there to enjoy in life, and there's so many ways that we can thrive. So I don't want you to wear busy as a badge of honor of look at all these things my kids are involved in because as me looking back now when my kids are older, it really does make me feel sad. I'm like, you're missing out on some things. You're missing out on some quietness and some peace and just the sense of just being together. We are meant for more than survival mode. And if you are feeling overwhelmed and operating in survival mode, I have three reasons, three steps, we'll say, for you to take because at the heart, at the root of feeling overwhelmed and the solution to it is you. And you have to address a couple of things, a couple of different areas. And I'm going to share with you three specific areas for you to really, really look at. And I want you to, if you need to pause the episode and stop and think and consider these things, then definitely do that. But go ahead and get out a piece of paper and a pen or maybe your homeschool mom notebook if you're a nerd like me. And I want you to jot these down because afterwards I really want you to contemplate and think on it because I don't want you to feel overwhelmed any longer. The first thing is, Mama, I want you to focus on that which is right in front of you. I'm going to share a story with you. A couple of weeks ago, my family, we decided we wanted to go on a bit of an adventure. My daughter was heading out soon for her to continue her gap year semester. And I wanted us to do something as a family and create some type of memories. So I got everybody to block out a weekend in their schedule. Finally found a weekend. If you don't have all teenagers, you'll know what I mean when you get to that point. Everybody blocked out this weekend, reserved an Airbnb, packed up the minivan, got the dog somewhere for the weekend, and we headed out. So everything's great. We wake up the next Saturday morning and we're like, okay, we're going to go to this place. And we heard there's, she really likes outdoor stuff. So we're thinking, okay, we're going to do some hiking. She's like, yeah, there's hiking and trails. There's things to look at. We get there, we get online to purchase our tickets. And there is a TV there that's showing uh, videos of people experiencing this place. And I see this one video and there is somebody now they're like, they have a helmet on, they have, they are connected by carabiners to cables, and they are walking across a raging river on a single cable. Now, yes, they have two cables, one for each hand, but their feet, there's only one cable. And I looked at that, and then I looked at my family, and I said, that's not what we're doing, are we? And they were like, I don't know. 
So apparently we didn't do enough research on this place and we were out in the middle of nowhere. There's nothing else to do. I was like, okay. So we get up to the desk and there's this kid working there. He's maybe 15 years old. And I'm like, so let's talk about this video. He's like, oh yeah, that's the adventure course. I was like, what are the other options besides the adventure course? (laughs) He's like, well, there's this, there's that. And I was like, okay, I'm just going to cut to the chase here. I finally conceded and I said, okay, I'll do this because I love you all and I want to do something together. Everybody else was like, okay, we can do this. This will be fine. Friend, I will never do that again. (laughs) But I'm going to tell you, I made it. So the whole course they said would take about an hour and a half to do. I didn't even look at the time. I have no idea what time we started, what time we stopped, nothing because that was not even a concern. Being alive, that was really my only concern. And one of my kiddos said that he thought that it took like an hour and 45 minutes. Basically that whole entire time, my adrenaline is running, my stress levels are super high. And I'll tell you this one other funny story is that that first bridge, they call it a bridge. It's a single cable across a raging river. I don't really consider that a bridge. But anyway, We get each, I'm the last one. There's a lot of people doing this too. I'm the last one for my family. And when we got all done, they all said to me that they got halfway across that. And they said, mom will never do this. And guess what? I did do it, but I didn't want to do it. I kind of started off and then I was like ready to quit. I'm kind of looking back at the kid back there. I was like, I don't want to do this. There was a mixture of wanting to cry, wanting to vomit, and wanting to wet my pants. We'll just say that. It was, there was all kinds of bodily functions wanting to go on. The kid after me hooks in and starts going. I was like, well, there's no turning back now because then I have other people I have to inconvenience. Why am I telling you this story? Mostly because it was a fantastic mental exercise in just being in the moment We have our phones, we have all these devices, we are so connected to the entire world all the time. We know what's going on in different countries, we know what's going on tomorrow in other countries, in different towns and cities and all over the place. We know so much that we lose track of what is right in front of us. And to me, that doing that entire course, all that I had to worry about at that moment was the step that I was on right then. And then my next step, like what is right in front of me? There were points where there was rebar out that was hooked into the rock that you had to go. And I will, all I was concerned about is what rebar and what wood and what parts of the rock both my feet and both my hands were on. And then when I was ready to take the next step, I looked at that. But we get so enamored with all everything that we forget what is right in front of us. And so we just need to right now, mom, When you have especially little kids at home, we get so focused on everything, the whole entire picture. And yes, it is really good to have a vision and goals for your homeschooling and for your family and for your motherhood, but don't get lost in the big picture and miss the little picture that's right in front of you. What do I mean by that? Don't get so focused on finishing that history curriculum that you miss the little kiddo in front of you picking up a pick, picking a dandelion from the yard and handing it to you that's what i'm talking about is don't miss what is right in front of you the the big picture will get there it will get there and again it's good to have a vision and goals and we talk specifically about that in clarify your homeschool so it is important but when we are only focused on that 
So think of yourself like looking straight ahead at something, but not looking in front of you and you step into a manhole. You're walking down the street and you're so focused on something down the street that you miss that there's something open and you fall into it. I want you to focus on what is right in front of you. This will help you so much not to feel overwhelmed because yes, there's times we need to think about next steps. We'll get into that with the third uh, tip here that I have for you. But when we are so focused on the future, we are missing what's right in front of us. Number two thing that I want you to focus on to get yourself out of this overwhelmed feeling is don't overschedule. I'm just going to say it flat out. Don't overschedule. This goes with the homeschool subjects. We get so excited about all of the homeschool subjects and I get it. It's fun to look at the curriculum and to think about all the things that we're going to be able to share with our children and learn together. But why are you doing separate history with the fifth grader and the third grader? Why are you not combining it? Why we don't, when it even comes to say the beginning of the homeschool year, because we're more so at that point right now in the calendar year, focus on the math, focus on the English subjects. History can be added in. You you won't forget it. I promise you'll remember. You'll be able to add it in. But just focus in on what is most important, just those beginning subjects right now. Okay, so let's go back to, so we've talked about the overscheduling with homeschool subjects. We also overschedule ourselves with extracurriculars. So whether that's clubs, whether it's sports, whether it's church, whether it's all whatever kind of meetups, um, play dates with friends, We will overschedule ourselves. And I want you, when you are looking at your schedule and planning out, maybe say that season, I kind of look at things of fall season, and then we look at the winter and the spring as far as activities and really figure out what we're going to spend our time and our budget and our energy on. And I want you to be realistic. So look at it. What can we really do? And then after you look at what you really can do, I want you to take at least one thing out. That will lessen the overwhelmed more than anything else. Take one thing out. Say, okay, what's doable right here? Okay, these three different activities. Okay, take one out. I know that's hard. It can be hard. And maybe you aren't in a season where you can take one thing out. That's okay. We can have, I can give you a little grace for that, okay? But just as long as you are at the base being realistic. Don't overwhelm yourself. You have four kids and they're all in four different sports or more. I know some families whose kids are involved in multiple sports teams at the same exact time. How can you be in more than one place at one time? Now, maybe you have family that can help out and that's great, but be realistic and it will greatly help your feeling of being overwhelmed. Some of the sweetest seasons that my family has had has been the ones that we have done less. When we have done less outside of the home because of, you know, you have to be here for this practice at this time. You have to be here at this practice at this time. We have been able to really enjoy ourselves as a family and we have been able to then pour into different activities and different people that we want to be able to pour into. And some of those seasons have been so sweet and we've created such great memories. And the third thing I want you to focus on is this truth right here, mama, is that the perfect day and the perfect week and the perfect month and the perfect life will never happen. Life is messy and complicated. Do you know why? 
because we are in relationship with people. And in relationships with people, we have emotions and feelings and there are disagreements and mistakes and all of those things that go along with being in relationships. The only way to pull out of life being messy and complicated from relationships is to not be in any relationships. And really, is that, is that any fun? Is that, I mean, that's not going to happen for you because you do have a husband, you do have children, but we can sometimes think, oh, if we didn't have all of this, things would be not complicated, but how kind of boring would life be, right? Life is fun and the sweetness and the richness and the blessing that God gives us from relationships. So life is going to be messy and complicated because of relationships. And and we don't want to give up those relationships just so it's not messy and complicated. And so we need to accept the fact that it is going to be messy and complicated. There's relationships, there's things that we have to navigate. And I know that I've mentioned this before, that I will say to James for all of the years of homeschool, I'm like, this is the week. This week is not going to get messy. It's not going to be complicated. This is going to be the perfect week. All right, friends, I am in my 12th year of homeschooling. We have never had a perfect week because we're not perfect people. We've had some really great weeks. We've had some really good weeks. We've had some really messy weeks. And that just goes with the territory. So when we shift our perspective and say perfect isn't going to happen, but we can still, we can have grace and we can enjoy and we can embrace and have just a love of being around our family and our children that is so much better and adds to such a richer life than perfection. What we can do, the only thing we can do is accept what is in our control. And do you know what is in your control? The only thing that you really do control now, yes, we can control what activities and how many different things we get involved in with our kids. We can control how complicated of meals we decide to make, or we can control just the flow of our day to an extent. But really the main thing we can control when it comes to relationships and perfection of the day is we can only control our reaction to it. We can't control how other people are going to react, what they're going to say, what they're going to do, how it's going to go, but we can control our reaction to it. And when we start to, you know this, when we start to get overwhelmed and we start to get either hangry, make sure you have snacks. Okay, mama, as you're going through these days, make sure you're eating, but we get hangry, we get irritated, everybody feeds off of that. So the only thing you can do is control your reaction. So when the day is going crazy and it feels like we're being overwhelmed and you're saying, I really do need to sit down and figure out my schedule. But in the meantime, this is the day that I'm in. The only thing that I can control is how I react to the meltdowns and to the road construction that's making me late and to the soccer practice that is at a different field. And the coach never told me that we can control our reaction to it. Now, yes, putting systems into place so that we don't get to baseball or softball practice and find, oh, wait, we don't have our bat, our helmet, our mitt. We're missing all of our equipment. So yes, there's systems that we can put into place that can really help us to accomplish these things and get to where we need to with everything that we need. But we're going just to the overwhelm, just the fact that you have a lot going on. So let's go over these three things that I want you to stop, but I want you to sit down and you really are the only one that can evaluate this. And the first one is I want you to focus on what is right in front of you. 
Second, I want you to really take a look at your schedule and don't over schedule. Be realistic. And the third is accepting that perfection will never happen. There's great systems and things we can put into place so that our days can go more smoothly. But let's not miss the moments that we are in and have these expectations that are basically beyond expectation. So mama, I hope that this has encouraged you. I will see you back here again on Thursday. In the meantime, if you're not in the Facebook group and you're looking for some encouragement, I want to encourage you to go ahead and join that. Check out the link in the show notes. And for those of you mamas that are saying, yes, I need Clarify Your Homeschool, we're gonna, you and I, we can talk about all three of these things specifically to you and your family and your situation and so much more when it comes to homeschool. You're going to go ahead and check out clarifyyourhomeschool.com. I hope you are having a really good day and I will see you back here in a couple more days. If this podcast has encouraged you, the number one way you can thank me is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. I love to hear how this show has impacted you. So if you could hop over and do that, I'd be so grateful. While you're at it, take a screenshot of this episode and share it with your friends to encourage them. You can also find me over on Instagram at Little by Little Homeschool. Until next time, have a beautiful day, Mama.